Welcome to Call Me Artist podcast. This is a podcast for all photographers who want to take pride in calling themselves as artists. This is your host, Joe, and I'm Ebony. Welcome. Let's get started. Hey everyone, I am so excited today. Today we're going to be talking with one of the hosts for Call Me Artist and co-founder, um, Ebony Loggins. Hey Ebony. Hey Joe. <laughs> How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm good. I I'm am so excited. What's that? I'm excited for this. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited to be talking to you, especially because I feel like it's it's just going to give us a really good way to just to get to know you a little bit better. And um, I don't think we've had such deep conversations about photography either. So <laughs> I'm yeah. excited. Um, yeah, I feel like I learned stuff from you, even though I've known you for years. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Okay. So um, just a little bit about Ebony before we get started. Um, she is an outdoor vetting and adventure elopement photographer based in Souk, British Columbia, Canada, Canadian. <laughs> um, there is a lot of greenery in her images, which usually takes place in the forest, mountain and ocean settings of the beautiful Pacific Northwest. She focuses on providing her clients with a carefree and a fun experience while creating epic images and documenting real moments between couples and their guests. Her artwork has been featured in the Click Magazine, the Weiss Gallery, and the Souk Fine Art Show. She has been a wedding photographer for 10 years and has taught photography in person and online for the past five years. She's also a public servant working as a member of city council for the district of Souk and as a federal government employee. She also volunteers for her for her local Special Olympics as the sports and competition coordinator. When she is not working at her various jobs, you'll find her hiking with her Bernie Doodle. Did I say that right? Did, <laughs> named, yeah. <laughs> named Baltimore, Balto. I know Balto. <laughs> um, mountain biking, playing basketball, eating at a nice restaurant, or cooking a new recipe, or having a beach fire at night. Wow, Ebony, that is <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, we'll, we'll get to the whole part about balance and photography and, you know, just all of that. And like, you know, how do you find time for everything? But before that, could you please let us know, how did you get into photography? Did you just pick up your camera one day and just decide to be a photographer or it kind of just slowly happened? Yeah, I um I've always been sort of around photography because my dad was a photographer when I was growing up just as a hobbyist and he would do the most interesting creative like microscopic photographs with sea life and just random things like that that always drew me in and he was our family historian so um I loved looking at photographs growing up and uh there was always great stories around the table um, when we were opening our our photo albums. So that was always something really um, valuable for, for me growing up. Uh, but it wasn't until um, about like 2010, maybe, yeah. when I am so bad with time. So that could be <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no sense of time. Um, I got myself a DSLR for my birthday. 
and played around with it and swore that I would never photograph people and just loved photographing, you know, leaves and mushrooms and <laughs> random things I found in the forest <laughs> and, uh, and started really enjoying it, enjoying the technical side of it and the composition and seeing what I could come up with. Um, and what I loved the most about it, I think that really pulled me in was that there was always something new to learn and I love learning. So, uh, so that's what really, I think, pulled me into photography. Nice. Wow. That's, I mean, you know, I could definitely see how your interest and your passion from childhood kind of just helped you pave the way to where you are right now. So then how did yeah. you get interested in photographing people which you do so well? <laughs> from yeah. mushrooms to people, like, okay. <laughs> I really didn't like it when I started. I didn't understand at all why anyone would photograph a person. Like, to me, it was just something so abstract. And I was like, I don't, why would you do this? <laughs> yeah. So I would travel around the world. Oh my gosh travel photographers are going to laugh at me right now, but I would travel around the world intentionally not taking photographs of people. I would take photographs of the landscapes or the buildings or whatever else. And if a person was in my photo, I thought that the photo was ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) So so it's just interesting how we change and develop that way. But um, I was so interested in learning photography that I looked into some local photography classes and there really wasn't much available. Like I'm in a, I'm close to a city. I'm an hour from a city, but it's still like a very, very small city. So there isn't much going on. And so the only class that there was, was a wedding photography class. And I thought, you know, whatever, like I'm going to learn something either way. So I, I, I took the class at the local community college and um and it was all about photographing people <laughs> there you go <laughs> and wedding photographs and I remember it was like a few weeks long yeah. and we had a good time and I think a friend uh came along with me and that was great and and uh at the end of it the instructor asked who here is like after this class is going to be a wedding photographer and everyone raised their hands except for me I was like no no way why would I ever do that this is the craziest thing I've ever heard of like it's so stressful and yeah oh my gosh yeah 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 so 10 years of doing that and I mean I have I love seeing your work Ebony especially like you know when I think you uh, mentioned elopements um just like uh, going and visiting these beautiful places right like I mean you're going with you know with another couple but it's like you get to experience and you know see what their story is all about and document that and travel to all of these beautiful secluded places so (laughs) it's magical (laughs) yeah and I think like the locations are still what pull me in Okay. You know, like that's still uh, where my heart lies is, is okay. capturing the, the space around the people. But also, like I had a really tough time when I first started capturing weddings. I had a really tough time. And it, it, these two things just ended up happening at the same time. It wasn't on purpose or anything. But I just sort of started capturing weddings for friends at the same time that I was going through some really rough relationships in my personal life. And so I was really trying to like show myself in a tangible way what love looked like and like how how it existed out there and that it was real and that it really was magical and that you can find these incredible connections with people and so I think I used it 
sort of for myself to, yeah. to kind of prove that. Right. And I totally did. I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I mean, yeah. And it's a beautiful way to show how photography was like a form of therapy for you too. Right. Really? It's, yeah. you know, you can definitely see that. So yeah. Um, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So do you feel that over time that your voice or your style has changed over time? I mean, you know, shooting weddings for like, you know, close to 10 years, it's, it's it can be so tiring, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, like talk sure. about weddings. I'm like, okay, where's the exit, <laughs> you know? So like, right. how do you, how did your process or your voice evolve um, over time in these past decade? Yeah, it's been interesting because, um, because I, I only shoot for business and a lot of photographers shoot for themselves as well. And I think that's where they find their more creative voice, at least from the outsider's perspective, that's sort of how I see that working. Um, and then it, it kind of trickles into their, their paid work too. As someone who basically only shoots for business at this point in my life, um, I've seen it. I guess I, I kind of do it creatively for myself at the same time, but I've seen like that same love of location and landscape and, and the outdoors being a common part of my voice throughout. Yeah. And I think that's what sort of helped me create a name for myself. Uh, at least with my clients, people will come to me for that. And then through my journey of like learning how to capture people and capture connections in a more meaningful way and tangible way, uh, I think that has started to become more and more my voice and my style over time. So people now come to me and say, we really wanted you to be our photographer because you easily capture these emotions. Like you make it easy for us, you make it carefree and, uh, and we get these beautiful photos at the end. So, yeah. um, then there's also like the technical side of things, I think, where I've found that, uh, like line and shape has always been a very strong piece of my work. So just developing that over time has been really fun. I love capturing different compositions and, where I've probably grown the most and still have a lot of growth to do in my mind is like finding my voice with light. <laughs> That's always, it's never been, which doesn't make any sense because photography is based on light, but it's never been top of mind for me. Yeah. So, um, so it's only been the past couple of years where I've started to play with it and have fun with it. And I can and see how beautiful you capture it though. You yeah. Can see the change. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you've started being a bit more creative with it. So yeah. I think that's sort of the next stage stage in my in my journey and finding my voice with light. Right. So then have you ever had any couple um, who, you know, will show you, hey Ebony, I've looked at this gallery that you just posted. I want images exactly like this. Like, do you ever <laughs> find because I mean, you know, sometimes people don't know what to expect and yeah. whatever they see that's all they know and like do you ever feel like people come to you saying you know I want my images to look exactly like this or you know or, and are you okay with it or do you take the creative you know the, the liberty of like playing around with the with you know a little bit of creativity there as well like how do you approach that yeah, um, I'm really lucky. I think that my clients let me be creative, but also there have been moments and it's mostly about uh, 
there's two things like client expectations. So if you have a client that wants, you know, sunset light, but they're having their wedding during the day, you have to just say, this is not going to happen. Like this is more what your gallery is going to look like. And luckily I have enough work that I can show them the difference between the two um, and just creating or managing that, those expectations. Yeah. But that doesn't happen as much. Um, I think that nowadays clients seem to, seem to be a bit more educated about light. So that helps a lot. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of amazing. And then um, I have a lot of people come to me and say, I want a waterfall. I want these type of trees. I want mountaintop. I want, so it's really about the location, which is great because right. it really is that I'm, I'm capturing the right clients for me. Right, right. <laughs> that's awesome. So um, when did you feel that you could call yourself an artist or rather when did you feel comfortable saying that hey you know I I think I'm an artist because I also noticed that even in your bio you you use the word artwork which is very fascinating because a lot of the times you know when we look at images we just go images photos pictures and you know using the word artwork is like it takes a lot of like courage or whatever you know that 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 those words need to come from rhythm right so when did you feel that started to come to you yeah I think um it's again one of those things I'm trying to prove to myself so if I say it enough times it's true right (laughs) (laughs) obviously (laughs) so I think that's part of it um and I and I really want photo photography to to start being seen more as an art form Uh, I think that kind of gets skipped over a lot and, um, and I'm not sure why, but uh, I think that's part of me just trying to change the world in a way. Yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, my dad, uh, growing up, he was an artist for all, my whole life, like he's, he's a wood carver. So um, I think art has always been such a strong part of my existence that it's easier for me to understand it and accept it and, and see it happening. Um, so I'm, I'm in that way, I think I was a bit lucky and and being able to be more courageous about calling myself an artist. Cause I think it is something that people really struggle with even calling themselves a photographer. I know, I know that feeling of like, am I there yet? Am I there yet? Am I there yet? Oh yes. Yeah. The imposter syndrome, right? It's just, right. Yeah. It's real. And I don't think it ever goes away, but um, I think it just kind of roller coasters. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. It's never goes away but learning to accept it and then that it's okay, right? It's part it's, of the process. Yeah, part it's part of the process. The, you got to learn to embrace it. It's part of right. what pushes you and, and, exactly. and helps you create. Yeah, right. Exactly. So then going back to all the um, 20 jobs that you listed <laughs> in your bio. Yeah. Talk to me about all of that, because I mean, you know, maybe not all of that, but photography and then city council like how did they, you know and then also basketball uh, coach I think like way way how does it all fit in I know well you're just I, like oh I have too much time on my hands I'm gonna like keep myself like 24 hours a day yeah <laughs> busy. right well I think I've always had this really heartbreaking sense that life is short and you just have to say yes to as much as possible. And I say no to a lot and I'm happy to say no. And I actually sit on my butt and watch TV a lot. So <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I do 
Yeah. And it took a long time for me to be comfortable to just say, I'm doing nothing and that's okay. And I'm not anxious right now. (laughs) Oh man. Yes. (laughs) I I only recently in the past couple of years realized that other people and not everyone, like I think a lot of people I know are this way too, but there are other people who don't have a to-do list or their to-do list is like, go grocery shopping. You know, and my to-do list is like, it's never ending. And I know yours is too. And it's just like, there's always, 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 always something to do that you're putting aside or putting off. And the back burner is like the size of the whole kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. But I think what's funny is that I'm pretty introverted. I'm super happy to be alone and by myself and have, have me time. But I think that the way I connect with people and connect with my community and, and get people connecting between themselves is by uh, involving myself in so many different ways of working. So like I, I got involved in city council because I was so involved in my community and and getting youth to be engaged in their community and more active uh active voices in the community that people came to me and said, we need you on city council. So mm. I've, I've definitely been able to make a name for myself in that sense. And, yeah. and I don't know how it happened. I think it's just cause I just keep saying yes. And, and I really, even though I'm introverted, love to have love to connect people. And so there is that side of me that's like, get me away from everyone. And there's the other side yeah. of me that's like, I love everyone. (laughs) That's that I can totally relate. I mean, you know, you're very goal focused and, you know, you knew exactly what you wanted to do and you had, um, I I guess you just had like a a really good purpose of where you were trying to go with, especially with the city council and, you know, what you were trying to do with that. So I think it's at the end of the day, you know, you had like, what's the right word? You had a clear um, mind and like a clear set of goals of what you wanted to achieve over there right so that's that's absolutely incredible so I mean like do you then so if you don't have like a to-do list or rather do you you said you do have a to-do list right so like do you <laughs> do you like do you check things off on a daily basis mm-hmm. weekly basis like how do you how do you plan your day for things yeah I think yeah it goes up and down when I'm at my most organized yeah. <laughs> I have uh, like a, uh, I have to write it out. Yeah. I'm not a phone person or, or technology person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I have to check it off. Yes. And so I'll just have like a big, you know, pad of paper on my wall and I'll just write everything yeah. out and check them off as I go. Yeah. Otherwise I'll keep a notebook and just check, 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 check. Yeah. Cause yeah. I find that even just writing it down and leaving the note somewhere and forgetting about it, then it's yeah. at least come back into my mind, right. but. Yeah. 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 Same here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But whatever balance, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think it's just whatever, however you feel in that moment. And the most important piece for me, uh, if I had to share any words of wisdom would be just find, I think balance is a sense of peace. So if you can, no matter how much you're doing, if you have peace, then you're okay. But if you're not feeling moments of peace, then maybe you need to start reevaluating. Right. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that, Ebony. <laughs> I'm going to use that, um, that, you know, that little bit of wisdom that you shared and hopefully apply it to my own life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that with us. Um, 
So um, I have a few rapid fire questions for you. <laughs> um, all right. So rapid fire. Okay. <laughs> if, okay. Mo if money was no object, what would you do all day? Oh, lay on a beach. Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> if you were a superhero, what powers would you have? um teleportation oh that sounds fun <laughs> if, if you were not a photographer i'm not going to list all of the other uh, occupations <laughs> if you were a not if you were not a photographer what would you have been oh a volcanologist Ooh, so <laughs> studying volcanoes i assume yeah if i had any scientific brain power that's what i would <laughs> Amazing. Um, what makes you laugh the most? Oh, probably just stupid jokes. <laughs> really stupid things. Stupid funny. <laughs> um, if have you ever had a nickname? And if yes, what was it? I have had so many nicknames. Some are inappropriate. Some are just random. But uh, my brother used to call me Bidet. Uh, because he turned, this was from when he was like three years old. He had a yeah. strong vocabulary. So he would change it from like ebony to binet and to bidet. And so I turned it into the toilet <laughs> <laughs> at a young age. Are you still call that or no? He does. Yeah. He does. That. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. So I have our edition of this and that photography edition. Okay. This or that photography edition. So you have to pick this or that. There is no middle ground, okay? So there's no middle. <laughs> We're always about the extremes here. <laughs> okay, Lightroom or Photoshop? Lightroom. Okay, shooting or editing? Shooting. Okay, uh, light or composition? Composition. <laughs> people or no people? <laughs> <laughs> So or, I, or, or rather, I should say mushrooms are people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, I'm going to have to go with no people. Like, <laughs> I feel let's, like... <laughs> let's not call your wedding clients to come over here and listen right? to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, location matters, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Um, would it be fame or money for you? Like as a photographer, would you want to be super rich or would you want to be someone who is, has a legacy and everyone knows them? Oh, I'm going to say money. <laughs> Why not? I'm so glad you chose that option. <laughs> Why give a bad name that photographers are like, okay, we're poor, hungry photographers. <laughs> right. Right. <you> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's the, that's the photography edition. Um, all right. So um, Ebony, you are teaching at Call Me Artist this year. Could you please let us know what is your class is all about? Yeah, I have a, I have two classes that I'll be teaching. Um, one is going to be all about uh, how to pose couples in any kind of session. So you can use those techniques in a family session or in a wedding or anything else. 
And another is going to be a, a bunch of tips on wedding photography success. So if you've been asked to do a wedding for the first time, or if you have been shooting for years and just want some refreshers or some new ideas, then I hope that will help. Awesome. Yay. I'm so excited uh, for your class, especially because I feel that there is so little wedding photography education out there. And that, um, you know, a lot of times that you find people that, you know, I don't know if you've come across them, but I see, you know, questions being asked. Oh, okay. I always, you know, I've been shooting families for so long or kids for so long, and I want to get into the wedding world. How do I get started? So it feels very overwhelming too. So I'm super excited about your class and I'm sure all our participants would be as well. So call me artist. We are so excited um, to uh, be talking to you, Ebony. And, you know, I know that I feel like, like, you know, just like you said, I've known you for so long, <laughs> but I feel like I, each time I talk to you about, you know, like these deep sort of conversations, they always yeah. get to know a little bit more about you too. So thanks for your time, Ebony. Well, thank you, Joe. Join us September 23rd to 25th for Call Me Artist Retreat. For more information, visit us at callmeartistretreat.com.